Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, film pitches from you, film pitches from us, film pitches we find in various skips around London, but only one can be taken to the next stage where it'll be etched into a giant stone and placed in John's garden. A lovely 2015 election joke for you there. Big up yourself, fellow podcaster Ed Miliband. Yeah. In his house. Welcome to the community, mate. Hi, mate. Take a seat. Take yeah. your shoes off. Cool. We'll be with you later. Yeah, take your tops off. Lovely. I'm Joel, a man who puts the hot in photocopy, and across from me is John Pierre Harris, a man whose stock portfolio includes MySpace, Pogs, and Space Raiders. Space Raiders? What are Space Raiders? The Crisps. Oh, yeah, the Crisps. The Crisps crisp that you build into a little thing. No, that's Transformer Snack. I'm sorry, everyone. Before you write in, Space Raiders are in the shape of an alien, Transformer Snack, it's car parts that you can make into a car before eating it. Uh, Space Raiders were kind of like a low budget Monster Munch. 10p. Yeah. I, I, rec- I think they still are. Getting some shakes of heads in the studio from one of our production team. Guys, can you look that up for me, please? Get me a tea. Come on. <laughs> Fucking hell. 10 people we hire. I'm not sure oh, yeah. I don't know what they do. <laughs> you edit that. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure I do most of the stuff behind the scenes if you're not doing it. So I don't know what those 10 people do. It's mostly to, to massage your ego, I think. That's why they're here, isn't it? Before Shit, episode- this is, I mean, this is a story. Also, Space Raiders of the Lost Ark. We're going to do that in a minute. Um, <laughs> so, don't worry about it, guys. You're yeah, thinking yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, Everyone was thinking it. They were like, they're not going to do the Space Raiders thing and, and then not talk about the film. What's going to happen, similar to what happened in the last episode, is that we've, all these people send stuff in and then on a whim... We'll make sure we'll- Gary, what's his face, soundtracks the film. Gary Jules will sound... Yeah, anyway, yeah. Space Raiders, right, remained... At 10 pence a pack from when they were introduced in the late 1970s until late October 2007, right? So Unbelievable. That must mean in, in the 70s they were quite pricey. I was, yeah, they must have been a gourmet treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's so weird, they just never adjusted. <laughs> You're like at a cocktail party and there's like blinis <laughs> and <laughs> space raiders. It's like the Ferrero Rocher advert. <laughs> the ambassador will have a space raider, right? <laughs> the price then increased to 15 pence. Still a bargain snack, we can all agree with yeah, that, right? 15 I'm, pence I'm for a packet of crisps, come on! Yeah, yeah. They then upped it to 25p. Whoa, hold on. Oh. Before lowering it back down to 20. Oh. <laughs> Mad. What a ride that snack's been on. 
it's it, it's really hard to know at any one point how much a pack of Space Raiders is. <laughs> it's just impossible. Up and down. What what has gone down in price? Name name me a food item that's gone down in price. We could be here all day. I really like the idea. You know, you're saying that unpredictable. I really like the idea of like a, just one food type, the price of which is directly linked to the stock market. So you <laughs> don't know how much it costs until you get to the till. That's That'd be fun. fun. Yeah, it's fun. Let's do it. Stock snack. There. Stock snack. Stock. Snack exchange. Snack exchange. I like that. Have it, mate. Anyway, yeah. So Space Raiders of the Lost Ark. One little piece, a little, uh, <laughs> a, a little asterisk on Joel's intro. He decided to give me the middle name Pierre. Which is bizarre, considering I have a middle name that is more French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or equally French. It is, yeah, but you, you're weird about revealing it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Next. We won't say it. Uh, yeah, so Space Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? There are no more crisps. Everything's gone. A lot of these film pictures happen when everything's gone. Mm. It's quite a nice in. Like, yeah. a dystopian society is quite easy to imagine. Especially, yeah. and I mean, what's more dystopian than no crisps? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing more. If You know, you could, of all the things that the world could could lose and what the world needs right now is crisps more crisps yeah right the essentially there's just too little of yeah i'd, I'd agree with that actually. That's yeah. A very, yeah, yeah that's kind of nicely wraps up what i was trying to say but sort of concise kind of punchy second yeah, line yeah. to what i said yeah so space raiders are the lost art right there's no crisps it's like that tv program i was obsessed with the kid that no one else ever remembers where they ban chocolate no idea no it was a three hour three-parter mini-series hour long each one they banned chocolate and some kids started underground making chocolate and they would burn toast in their house to cover up the smell of cooking chocolate. And there were, like, tanks on the street and stuff patrolling for people who had chocolate. What if one of the kids had a stroke? Um, How would they know? <laughs> That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. But that didn't happen, fortunately. So it's like it's like parallel to the American alcohol banning, but yeah. with chocolate and chocolate. kids. Yeah. It's actually, uh, everyone should watch it. It's legit. No one ever remembers it. No one saw it. It was a thing that happened. It's got a Wikipedia page. And I didn't author Our that. Our production team is livid. But, oh, they found the they found the Wikipedia page. Absolutely. So that's that. That it exists. So here's what happened, right? Crisps are gone. They get banned because salt, fat content. We're living in Simon Amstel's carnage, where so, everyone in the future is super vegan and doesn't eat anything bad. So are we including, like, those, you know, vegetable crisps? They're not good for you, though, are they? Pombets. It's all bullshit. Oh, look, if we start listing crisps, kettle lentil we, chips. No, stop yourself, because if we start listing crisps, then I'll be here all day, and okay. I'll start salivating, and I'll ruin the microphones because they're the best thing in the world. And it's, I'm actually getting, I'm quite upset just imagining a world where there aren't any crisps. All right. So, crisps are gone, except for one packet in a temple in South America, and they're space. It's right? called the Golden Wonder. Can I just say, so I, I I don't want to interject immediately, but the establishing shot is of, of a supermarket and all the aisles are full of really healthy food and yep. it just gets to the crisp bar and Mad World <laughs> just starts playing and then all the aisles are just An empty. empty crisp packet <laughs> in the street just flying down. <laughs> yeah, they haven't even refilled the shelves. <laughs> it's years after the crisp ban. They're just still empty. So it's called the Golden Wonder, this oracle, in this, a packet of crisps and it's in this temple. So are they Golden Wonders now, or are they still Space Raiders? I'm I'm about to blow your mind when I combine two Indiana Jones films, because the Space Raiders are the aliens that live in the temple. <laughs> oh, God. And the man that founded Space Raiders is the only human to have been inside that temple, and he saw them, and that's what inspired the crisp. Uh-huh. So he's lost everything, because the crisp business is kaput. Yeah. So he goes back to the temple, because he knows there's a packet of crisps there, because he's seen it, right? Yeah. Does all the stuff, gets chased by, I don't know, a, what, a giant... Brussels sprout. Cheeto. No, 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 it's got to be a crisp, right? Everything is a crisp in this but temple. there's no crisps in this one. Uh, yeah, but it's not like... 
you know, there are no packets of crisps in this temple. Oh, there's crisps. massive There's only one Cheetos. packet of crisps. There's a giant Cheeto that chases Cheese after puffs. him. Yeah. Lovely. So, yeah, he goes back to uh, to get this packet of crisps and to somehow reintroduce crisps into the wider world. I don't know how. What does he... What's the same weight as a packet of crisps that he swaps it with? Um, it's the same weight of a packet of crisps. If you could let us know, just sort of send us an email. Roughly, what's the same weight as a packet of crisps? That'd be really 35 good. 35 grams. Yeah, what's 35 just grams? tell us, tweet us, at Dream Factory Pod. Something, something you, have, 35 grams. you have that weighs about the same as a packet of crisps. That'd be really good. Please. So that's and it. Uh, what, and so he swaps them and he takes them to a shop. Someone tries them and they're like, we need we to bring these yeah, back. Yeah, we need to bring these back. And they do. Glorious. Crisps. Parades in the street, whatever. Crisps are back. Space Cr- Raiders of the Lost <laughs> cannons of crisps just flying over the Space town. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Lovely stuff. You're welcome. Would you like one from the old listener? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one from Emily? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but uh, this is, unfortunately, this one works written down, so I'm going to have to explain it for you. The Seven, instead of a V, has the number Seven, as in the David Fincher film about the serial killer. Good, okay. So, is Snow White the serial killer, and is she slowly killing the dwarves? Yeah. Are the Seven Dwarfs parallel to the Seven Deadly Sins? They're not, but they all do have, like, a character. I don't think one of the like Deadly the... Sins is, like, happy. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Bring up the dwarves, production team. No, so oh, right, okay. <laughs> You're gonna fucking love this, mate. So when the Grim when the Grim Brothers originally wrote it, yeah. the seven dwarves were called Blick, Flick, Glick, Snick, Plick, Wick, and Quee. <laughs> <laughs> Real curveball, isn't there? Quee. <laughs> What's great is that the other six aren't words. It's not like they ran out of all the ick words. Why don't they just call it trick or snick or brick? <laughs> Makes no sense. Quee. Quee. <laughs> Alright. I think so there's a lady and she is a serial killer. And she's kill she's killing seven people, and each person it is based on the traits of the Disney Seven Dwarfs. Great, I don't Perfect. know what a doc would just be a doctor. Yeah, and but she kills them in that style, right? Yeah, so she kills them in a way that Happy literally laughs reflects. himself to death. His side split. <laughs> she tickles his, him. until his side split, <laughs> and his sides actually split. Yeah, sleepy, easy. Um, and so then Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt have to investigate. Nice, good. Yep, and. Yeah, but they're in like full detective gear, yeah, outfits, like nineties noir, whatever. Yeah, nineties yeah, noir kind of feel, but in the animated world, they just go into it as people, <laughs> like who, the Jessica Rabbit film. Yeah, oh yeah, and the, oh, imagine the lovely cartoon gory violence of the man who's who's laughed himself to death and his sides have split. I really like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's really really good. Um, apparently, much, an, an alternative dwarf name that was never used is Snurfles. <laughs> <laughs> what Snurfles? <laughs> Who's Snurfles? What about this one from James? Michael Caine. He gets stuck in the toilet yep. of ZSL, Zulu. <laughs> what do you think? So it's Michael Caine getting stuck there, not a character. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you any good? Everyone has a Michael Caine. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mark, okay. I'm in the toilet. Oi. I'm stuck in a fucking <laughs> toilet. I need someone to blow. <laughs> the bloody doors off lovely yeah there we go there we go that's all we need to say on that one thank you very much james uh, the next one's from gary cool it's actually in reference to like one of my favorite films of the last few years and i think he's only bloody well gone and improved it uh t-rex machina <laughs> <laughs> so for those who haven't watched x machina uh, the kind of overarching theme is it's about a man interviewing a robot to see whether even though he's conscious of the fact he's a robot it would still pass the turing test yeah and she essentially, uh, it's it's sorry, um, it's depicted as a female robot, mm-hmm. and she kind of seduces him, and it's all about it's, re- it's a brilliant film. Yeah, it's awesome. What if she was a dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pass the dinosaur test, <laughs> so he interviews the dinosaur, and but he knows he has to be convinced it's a real dinosaur. <laughs> he has to display real dino behaviour, and at the end, at the end, it's just out in the world, <laughs> living like getting a job, living a dino life. <laughs> wait, Because at the end of Ex Machina, she's out there, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one knows. Spoiler. Sorry, guys. Right. So it's still worth watching, even though you, now you know that. Joel and I, a while back, in a different guys, we watched a film called Theodore Rex, where mm-hmm. it was a world in which humans and dinosaurs yes, just I like coexisted. That. Theodore happily. Rex Machina. That's the film, isn't it? <laughs> Theodore Rex. That's the film. <laughs> so it's Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. And a dinosaur. Whoopi Goldberg is the tech genius in this film. Oh, lovely. So yeah. they go to her um, big, like, concrete house that she lives in in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Do the Turing test. It's still D- Donald Gleason. I thought he did a lovely job. <laughs> he did a great job. He did job. a really good job. So we'll get job. him back. And yeah. And then at the end, so so Theodore Rex Machina is just living in this dino world as a detective. It's a prequel to Theodore Rex. It's brilliant. Perfect. The perfect film. All right. I'll put a tick next to that one. That was, that was definitely a goer. I'm not sure it's as much of a goer as... Uh, Space Raiders of the Lost Ark, but you never know anymore. What about, this one's from Steve, Mm -hmm. The Parent Trap. Okay. I I assume (laughs) it's some sort of world in which they're trying to hunt parents. Oh, nice. Okay. How do you do that? How do you hunt parents? What do parents love? Free time. You put some free time in a box. It's like a weekend getaway and a babysitter. Yeah. It's like a babysitter, like, hey. Yeah, shit. All these parents are rounded up on a weekend getaway. Um, and they don't know what it's for. They just all think they've won this exclusive weekend getaway, and the hotel becomes like a sore kind of vibe. Yeah, and they they're all like slowly revealed terrible things about their partners, and yeah, so that, so they're all brought to this hotel, and there's like a um, 
the the person is uh, a child that's rounded them up like similar similar sort of sore vibes there yeah um although that's just a weird little puppet but it's like a small person it's a child <laughs> you know what kids are like right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're I've kind of like small yeah. adults yeah. Yeah. um and uh and the kid's like oh my parents grounded me you know i hate parents they're the worst and then it just sets some really gruesome challenges <laughs> with the parents and they all end up dying and uh morgan freeman and brad Pitt Pit- come cool. to yeah. investigate investigate <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Investivate's my next film, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Investivate. <laughs> right, should we have one more and then we'll get onto our own ideas? Let's do it. What about this one from Stephen Lowe? Not the last Steve. It's a wonderful knife. <laughs> okay. Wonderful life is old Jimmy, what's his face? Yeah. And it's he wants to commit suicide and he's seen by an angel, is yeah. that right? Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. So, he's going to commit suicide and he's... He's spoken to by a sentient knife. <laughs> yeah, like the knife he's going to do knife. to kill him. He's, <laughs> oh. about, he's, holding, he's about to cut his wrist, and the knife's like, "Come on, mate." Hey, 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 hey I'm, I'm the knife. Hey, I'm knifey. And the then knife. he, and then uh, he gets into loads of trouble because the knife becomes his pal. But obviously, it's not good social decorum to carry a knife around. So he keeps it in like his jacket pocket and it talks to him. But he gets caught by the police, and the knife gets taken away from him and put in evidence, and he has to break it out. And uh, uh, the police station just happens to be where um, Morgan Freeman <laughs> pit work. They're the antagonists. Um, the evidence room has got uh, just loads of Snow White paraphernalia <laughs> in there and a talking knife. It's great. I mean, a wonderful knife does sound like it would happen in the same cinematic universe as Snow White and the Seven yeah, Dwarfs. Yeah. So I like that. Have you got an idea, Joel? I have, yeah. I've, well, I've got a film title. Okay. Forrest Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so Donald Trump through history happens yeah. to have just yeah. been there at all the good all the big things. Yeah, he's been he's been at all the things. This is um so what this is is this is Donald Trump telling his fake news life story. So Oh, actually So it's completely made up. Yeah, actually it's, it's like a total farce and it's how he write you know how um Stalin's propaganda team would just literally put Stalin in photos. Yeah. Like, lo- of, like lovely scenes and things like that that would just mock them up. Yeah. It's essentially that, a film that Donald Trump releases around the time of the next election when he's running running again as president. Because by this point, there is, there's, there's such blurred lines in terms of what's real and what's fake that Trump's convinced he can just, he can like, he can have been part of the moon landing and like the signing of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and so he's just at all of them and they CGI him into them all. And Trump's just is sat this on his a campaign video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a it's a two hour campaign video, and he's just sat on a bench talking about the great things of the last few centuries and how he was present at them all. Okay, yeah, like he's playing guitar on top of the Berlin Wall as opposed to Hasselhoff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So another thing about Trump is I think that you need to consider when making this is uh, Trump's actually a massive film buff, and uh, he famously said that his favorite film was Citizen Kane. Yeah, which is a lovely film about the rise and fall of a. Uh, newspaper publisher and the moral is kind of about how he was taken away as a child and the thing he actually yearned for was his like childhood that's kind of the the, the theme of the film mm-hmm. uh, that's the official line but trump has actually recently discovered the real meaning of the film okay uh, citizen kane recently um in this video where he said that if he'd give any advice to citizen kane it would have been to get yourself a different woman <laughs> <laughs> so uh I think part of this this campaign video where he's in history, he should probably just be like willfully misinterpreting Excellent. all of history. Yeah, that'd be great. Also, I think it's pretty obvious, but where do we take the the famous line from 
uh, Forrest Gump. So my mum always told me life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah. You keep the white chocolates on one side of the box and the others on the other and you build a wall. Build a wall, nice. Yeah. Nice. My dad always told me, here's a billion dollars, <laughs> go and do what the hell you want with it. Also, quickly while we're on that, Citizen Kane, but it's the wrestler trying to adjust to normal life. Anyway, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> carry on. I really like that one. Carry on. Or oh, senior Citizen Kane. So it's the wrestler. Nice. Very good. Just old. Very good. Shall I do my one and then we'll go home or not? Yeah. Right. The other day I was thinking about the film A Muppet's Christmas Carol. A classic. Now, is for one thing, does that mean that there are there's a Muppet universe where all literary classics have been adapted into yeah, there is a Muppet universe because they go to space so there's a Muppet War and Peace yeah a Muppet last week you vetoed Lego movies and what are you you're just doing the same thing no, no, now no. no okay I'm trying to I'm no, this, the same applies to Lego is that if there's like a Lego version of everything is there a Lego version of our entire history is yeah there, there's like a Lego of course so there's a Lego and a Muppet Hitler yeah there's, a Muppet, that... there's definitely a Muppet Hitler and we live in a world where there aren't Muppets. Do we what? live... Do we live... No, well, no. I've seen them. <laughs> where? On telly and stuff. What do you mean we live in a world where there aren't Muppets? So how many are how there? How would we know about the Muppets? But in the films... They the exist. Muppets. They're puppets. They right. exist. What do you mean we live in a world without the Muppets? Okay. If we lived in a world without the Muppets, you wouldn't know what the Muppets were. Like, you, you watch a Muppet thing, and I would say the ratio of Muppets to humans is like 80-20. But in the real world... <laughs> I've never seen a Muppet in the flesh. So uh, what, what are we doing? In the flesh. <laughs> in the fur. What are we doing with these Muppets? Where are they, Joel? Is that what your film is? Every time a Muppet's born, are we hiding them away? Is that what your film is? Yeah. What's this? I've got to break this wide open, Joel. We probably, we probably need a couple of detectives. <laughs> and a sombre soundtrack. Um, <laughs> right, so... Well, yeah, what? There, there's, some, there's some truth in this. Yeah, that's a fair point. Where are all the Muppets? Where are they kept? Because you watch those Muppet movies and it's mostly Muppets in that world. Yeah. Is there a country where there's, where the ratio of Muppets and there's some really bad immigration stuff going on that we don't know about? <sighs> Maybe. Like a little island in the Pacific, undiscovered. Yeah. Where the Muppets all live. And, yeah. oh shit, and we're like, we're going over there and just snatching the Muppets for entertainment. But actually, they're very sad. Yeah. They hate it. They're just putting on a face because they're professionals, you know? Easy. But Kermit's actually... Deeply depressed because he wants to get back to all the other frogs. So that's another thing. They all look very different to each other. Yeah, are There's they a any... species? Um, <laughs> and, and some are like tenuous links to animals that we have in in our yep. world. Some of them just died. What's yep. that about? And some of them are kind of well, human. That's, yeah, that's because their their island wasn't exposed. To, it's just a different sort of evolution, really, that, that, <laughs> that happened on this island. Muppetopia. Why not? Yeah, so Muppetopia, there was a continental drift. where So we all started off with the same thing, and there was a big continental drift. Mm-hmm. And we've got the human world, and we've got the Muppet world. And that's right, and that's why there's frog. And we only see one of each, and they don't age. That's another thing we need to get. We, we need, need to, to, yeah, and maybe they do. Maybe they're just being replaced. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> this, goes, this goes even deeper yeah, than I thought. Big Muppet. <laughs> big Muppet. Is, is is he a Muppet in a suit that turns around in a chair? He is, and he does the deals with the humans. <gasps> the president of Muppetopia, yeah. he says that like it's some sort of Hunger Games-style thing, and whoever wins, they say they're going to some amazing great world, but they're actually just going to be human entertainment. Bloody hell. There it is, Muppetopia. Which one do you like the most? I, I, I don't know. I think Space Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't know. I'm feeling Muppetopia. All right. 
I'm happy with my potato. Awesome. So that's it. We're rounding up another episode of uh, The Dream Factory. Be sure to find us on all the social media. Go and give it a subscribe on whichever pod platform you use. Write a review, please. It means a lot to us. I mean, oh, Joel, I've just realised. What? I forgot about this. I've been um, I've been thinking about you a lot recently. What? You, what? What sort Don't of thoughts? Don't make it What sort of thoughts? Uh, you made it weird. And um, I wrote you a song. A what? Yeah. It's it's a song mostly about what I think about you. Oh, nice. That's cool, man. So is it all right if I play it for you now? Yeah, of course. So I just... One, two, and seven, nine, go! Hey, Joe, when I look at you, all that I can do is review the podcast up on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app or an Android equivalent. Hey Joe, this feeling is real, this feeling I should tell my friends about the Dream Factory podcast, send out a lovely tweet, or shout out strangers on the street, just, just listen to the Dream Factory podcast, hey Joe, review the show on iTunes, I'd go for five stars, that's the best number on iTunes, one, two, three, and four, don't do nothing for me no more. Hey guys, review the show. I mean, I mean, I mean, this song, this song's for you, Joel. Not a way to remind people to review the podcast. It's, 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 it definitely is a song about you, Joel, Joel, Joel. Review the podcast and tell your friends. What do you think? What do you think of that song? That's about you. That's great. That's really, really good, man. Yeah. That's not probably the nicest thing you've ever done for me. Yeah, you saved my life once as well. Right, so uh, as ever, we're nearing the end of our time here, uh, as indicated by a little knock, knock, knock on the door. Um, someone's coming, in. John. It's only Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Um, they're actually here to talk to us about Big Muppets. So I think we might have some answers for. Them. I think we're going to break it wide open for them. We better get out of here. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.